Hi friends, welcome to the podcast. We live in a world where truth is relative and feelings are ultimate. But in John chapter 14, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You see, both freedom and life are found in truth. They're found in God's word. And that's why on this podcast, we remain rooted in scripture. Despite what culture might say, what our opinions might be, or how we might feel, we look to the word of God to be our foundation of truth. You're listening to the Truth Talks podcast, so let's talk some truth. Hey guys, it's Caroline. Welcome back to the Truth Talks podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the fruits of the Spirit, which if you ever went to VBS as a kid, like just ever once in your life, then you know what the fruits of the Spirit are because you learned an annoying song about it that will still get stuck in your head 15 years later if you're me. But if you don't know what the fruits of the Spirit are, great, we're going to talk about them today. And so in Galatians, Paul talks about what the fruits of the Spirit are Galatians chapter 5, starting in verse 22, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And so I think, you know, we see a lot in the Bible about how Christians are to bear fruit. They're supposed to produce fruit. And so fruits of the Spirit are evidence of our faith, but they're not the means by which we are saved. So um, fruits of the Spirit are, are evidence of the Holy Spirit being present in your life, but they are not what earns your salvation. In Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, it talks about how, man, it is for by grace we have been saved. This is not of your own doing so that no one can boast about it. And so praise the Lord that there's nothing that we could ever do to earn salvation and that he sent his son to um, die the death that we deserved and pay the price that we, the debt that we owed. Salvation is now this free gift that God graciously, mercifully gives us. However, we still are called to pursue um, the fruits of the Spirit and develop those in our life. And, And that comes through the power of the Holy Spirit. However, we still are called to develop the fruits of the Spirit in our life and to pursue those things. And so if we're called to do that, then then how do we develop them? And I think that something that I at least noticed in my own life was that I kind of just took this lackadaisical approach to the fruits of the Spirit. Just kind of like, okay, like these are the fruits of the Spirit. Um, This is what a Christian, you know, should have. This is the characteristics that they should have. Um, And that just kind of comes through you know, the power of the Holy Spirit, which is so true. It is the Holy Spirit producing that fruit with us. It's the, it's the Holy Spirit um, sanctifying us and pruning us. Sanctification and the development of fruits of the Spirit um, are not by our own strength, but through, through dependence upon the Holy Spirit. But with that being said, I think that because of that reality, because of that truth, we think that we as believers have no part in it. We want the fruits of the Spirit to come naturally. We want them to come easily. We want them to just kind of like magically appear in our lives. Um, And and we want them always to be followed with an emotion. So the Holy Spirit does sanctify us and work on us even when we're not necessarily aware of it. But I think that we've completely removed our responsibility in the matter. And here's, here's my hot take on fruits of the Spirit is that fruits of the Spirit are a choice. Fruits of the Spirit are something that we have to actively strive for, actively pursue. They're something that we have to fight for. And you might hear that and think, well, yeah, duh, Caroline. But like, if you're me, you're kind of like, oh, well, I guess that that makes sense. 
I don't even know exactly what my idea of fruits of the spirit were, but it was kind of more of this like laid back approach. Okay, yeah, the Holy Spirit will take care of that. It was something maybe I thought more that I would just kind of feel or something that would just kind of like happen to me. And it's not that I wouldn't pray for the fruits of the spirit. It's not that I wouldn't pray for like peace or patience, but I wasn't actively choosing peace and patience. I wasn't actively fighting for and pursuing after those things. And so, yeah, like we might be like, tell our our small group, like, oh, I'm struggling with patience right now. And we might even pray that the Lord provides patience for us. But when the Lord provides an opportunity to choose and practice patience, are we taking it? And we might pray for peace, but are we actually taking the steps to practice peace in our daily lives? We might pray for joy, But are we actually choosing to have joy in the Lord despite the circumstances going on around us? And the reason that I use the word fight for the fruits of the Spirit is because we have to fight against the desires of our flesh daily. Because the desires of our flesh, like we don't naturally naturally pursue the fruits of the Spirit. We don't naturally want the fruits of the Spirit because our flesh is naturally like desires the opposite of the fruits of the Spirit. And Paul talks about that in Galatians chapter 5 starting in verse 19. He says, now the works of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, moral impurity, promiscuity, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and anything similar. Like that is what our flesh naturally desires like outside of jesus outside of the holy spirit outside of the reality of our salvation like that is who we were but the good news is jesus and that in verse 24 paul says now those who belong to christ jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and its desires and so man that that old us is gone we have a new heart we've been born again if you belong to the lord and we have the holy spirit but that doesn't mean that our fleshly desires just go away that doesn't mean that our 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 sin struggles just go away we have to daily fight against it and so like i said the fleshly desires are the opposite of the fruits of the spirit paul talks about that and he says i say then walk by the spirit and you will certainly not carry out the desires of the flesh for the flesh desires what is against the spirit and the spirit desires what is against the flesh these are opposed to each other so that you don't do what you want to do but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law and so because our flesh naturally desires things opposite than the fruits of the spirit we have to daily fight against our flesh and for the fruits of the spirit we have to actively choose the fruits of the spirit through the power of the holy spirit and i am not at all removing god's hand in the work of sanctification i'm not at all saying that the lord is not the one that's pruning us and producing fruit with within us like we cannot sanctify ourselves and we are not the solution to our sin problem but if we think that the fruits of the spirit do not have to actively be pursued or that the fruits of the spirit are only this feeling that we're going to have like god's just going to magically like give us the feeling of patience and give us the feeling of peace and give us the feeling of joy always now does he do that sometimes yes but that's not always the case i've found that most of the time the lord gives me the opportunity to practice choosing and pursuing those things in my life to develop a character that is more like his. So if we believe the lie that we can take this lackadaisical approach to the fruits of the spirit, then we've been deceiving ourselves. And I think that if we could just understand that through Jesus's death on the cross, like we now have a choice 
to say no to the desires of our flesh. Like our, our flesh has been crucified with Christ. And now we have this new reality as a believer where we're filled with the Holy Spirit. So we now have the choice to say yes to what is good and no to our sin and our fleshly desires. Like if we could just understand that the cross has given us the freedom of that option and that through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can choose the fruits of the Spirit rather than the desires of our flesh. I think we would find so much more freedom in our lives. And so if fruits of the Spirit are choices to be made, if there's something that are that is to be actively pursued, then how do we do that? First, man, be in prayer. Pray that the Holy Spirit would give you the strength to do so because we cannot develop them like our own. Like It's kind of this confusing concept where it's like we can do nothing without the power of the Holy Spirit, but we also have responsibility. And so, man, just pray that the Lord would help to develop those things in you. Pray that he would give you the strength to choose and fight for those things. Second, man, use the sword of the Spirit. The Lord has given us a weapon and it is his word. It is the sword of truth and so use that. In John 17, 7, Jesus is praying to God before he's about to go be crucified and he asked that God would sanctify believers through his word and so we are sanctified through the reading and the obedience of the word of god the scriptures also say discipline yourself for godliness man practice those spiritual disciplines and practice the discipline of choosing obedience choosing the fruits of the spirit rather than just wanting it to kind of just come easily i think the mindset that we take to sin is oh i'm just going to pray about it but i'm not going to actively try to fight against it like i'm gonna pray that the lord like changes this but i'm not actually gonna do anything to fight against my sin why because fighting against sin is hard it's difficult we think hard things are bad things and we don't want faith to be about discipline and i'm not saying pull yourself up by your bootstraps i'm not saying oh just be holier be better that's not what i'm saying at all but i think the reality is is that faith isn't based on our feelings and therefore we can't act like it is. And I th- there's a lot more discipline to our spiritual walk than we want to make it out to be. Because we don't like discipline. And that's just the reality of it. But I think another way to develop those fruits of the Spirit is like renewing your heart and mind to the things of the Spirit. What are you feeding your thoughts? What are you feeding your heart? Are you feeding it the Word of God? Are you feeding it daily bread? Or are you feeding it things of this world? Like, Those are things that we have to be aware of. And then also, just through community. Tell them like, hey, I've been struggling with patience. patience. I've been struggling with loving others. I've been struggling with this. And then have them keep you accountable. Next time you see them, have have them ask you, how are you, you fighting against that sin? Or how are you fighting for that fruit of the Spirit? Because I think that's a much more powerful and helpful question. Because if you're struggling with something, great. Like, welcome to the rest of every other believer like we all struggle with sin but the question is how are you fighting against it and how are you fighting for what the lord calls us to and again all of this is done through the power of the holy spirit and our dependence on him but that's all that i have for you guys today it was a short podcast today but thank you for joining me i hope to see you back next week Thank you so much for tuning in to the Truth Talks podcast. My prayer is that we would be a people whose lives are rooted in the truth of scripture.
Make sure you share, subscribe, and repost the podcast so that we can continue to grow our community and be a generation that walks in truth and lives in love. Thank you.